Hello, and welcome to the Vitality Women Leading Audaciously podcast. I am Jennifer Helene, CEO of Purposeful Ventures, devoted to naturally innovative solutions for the realignment of humanity. We believe that stories connect us, dismantling the illusion of separation, causing healing. This interview will be 20 to 30 minutes long, and I look forward to sharing on Common Ground. Hello and welcome to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Today, our guest is Brooke Burrup. She is the implementation specialist at My Clone Solutions. We're going to learn all about that on this episode. Uh, but more importantly, welcome to the show, Brooke, a fellow female business owner, entrepreneur, and a real, real woman. She gives it to you straight. And I really appreciate that. So welcome. Thanks for having me, Jennifer. It's so good to, to meet you. You're in Florida, right? I am. Cool. Um, Florida is hot, actually. <laughs> it's become like a really hot spot, actually, right? Politically, yes. the real estate's going up there. I mean, it's a really popular place to be these days. It's the fact that we don't have any state taxes. <laughs> right. Income tax is like zero. But a surprisingly large amount of felons apparently live in Florida, which is, you know, kind of unusual, but um, it doesn't matter. It's, I love Florida for all the good that it offers. It's such a beautiful, beautiful place, but I'd love to hear about how you came to, um, to your, cause I heard a little bit of your story, but my clone solutions, what it is and how you, what your story was in, in, in creating it. So my clone solution really came out of the fact that I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Um, (laughs) so, uh, right. Um, I grew up in a whole family of entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship for me meant that I had my own job and I worked for myself and I worked 90 hours a week and I didn't get to have a life or in my dad's case, uh, an actual relationship with my kids. Right. Um, and so that's just what entrepreneurship always was. And so as I was coming out of high school into college, I wanted to work for a big company. I wanted to, you know, have support and um, not have to worry about working 90 hours a week. I wanted to go to a job, have um, everything just there so that I could do what I did as my superpower and be able to leave. Right. And so I did that. Um, I did that for 15 years. Uh, once I graduated from, from college, I worked all the way through college, the whole nine yards. I was in customer service, hospitality. I worked in hotels. Uh, I love event planning and I love working with the customer, the people that I worked with, mostly um, event planners um, because I was an event planner inside the hotel space um, and I was an admin inside of the hotel space uh, during that time. And what I found out is that I was an entrepreneur. Um, I had a lot of ideas. I was great at problem solving and I had the ability to do much more than punch a clock and do what other people told me to do when it didn't make sense. Um, My journey really started when I was trying to cut through red tape and I couldn't, I couldn't make any headway. Nothing made sense inside of the corporate world. And I'm like, if I could use these amazing skills that I have to help entrepreneurs 
not be this, not or be a business owner versus having a job of their own, right? So every business that I had ever seen in my family where it was essentially a job of their own. Now here I am seven years into my business and I truly am working on having a business and not just a job. And I'm helping burnt out uh, admins from the corporate space uh, become better people with more uh, segmentation in their life, right? Being able to have a life and work in a job that actually appreciates them Mm. um, and work for people who appreciate them. Because in most cases, small business owners appreciate the help that corporate never never gives us. Mm, I love it. I love it. And for those of you who cannot see Brooke right now, she is a beautiful woman, very tall woman, come to find out. Um, And behind her, the clone solution is written so that clone above is reflected below. So the word clone you see. And so what she's describing really resonates with me in in what I'm seeing behind your head, um, which is that, you know, what's happening on the inside and the outside has to reflect each other. And there has to be balance there. And it also says, don't wish for it, work for it. So she knows that like, you know, it takes some grit to, to, you know, to make your life happen. And it's funny because I was also raised by two entrepreneurs and I've been an entrepreneur ever since I was 18. Like it never dawned on me. Like it didn't last long. It's just say when I work for somebody else and I'm like, wait, this is not the way, this is not the best way to do it. So I I didn't have as much patience as you did. (laughs) I was like, "Uh -uh, this is not going to work. We do, we think differently. We were raised to think differently. And everyone I know who was raised by entrepreneurs has a similar mindset. It's fascinating. It is, it really is. And it all depends really on um, what type of entrepreneur you're raised by. You know, I was raised in the trades. So, and tradesmen inherently are just, you know, my dad has swung a hammer for 40 years. You know, and that's all he ever wanted. He just wanted to go to work and make money and support his family. And it didn't matter how long he worked or how hard he worked or how sought after he was. Now that that's a job, right? And I know that now I didn't know that then I thought entrepreneurship meant that. And now in the, in the work that I do, I have a tradesman that I was just talking to this morning, who was a client. And he understands that he doesn't have to be in his business, but he has to do the work to be able to get out of it, to have a life. So he doesn't have to swing that hammer for the rest of his life. He has the ability to make his business valuable without him um, and that sort of stuff. So it's a mindset shift of, you know, the business owner uh, versus the, or the entrepreneur versus the, the, um, uh, what does he call it? The um, technician. Oh, technician. The technician versus the entrepreneur, mm-hmm. right? And so most business owners are technicians inherently because they're really good at what they do and they don't know the other stuff. So I've kind of put myself and my staff in that role to help the technician become the entrepreneur. Wow, that's really brilliant. I love it. It's fascinating. And you saw the need. And it's tricky because usually when you're burned out, you're also overwhelmed. You don't really know what you need. You know, you just need yes. something. But I love how you said you're building a business. Can you tell, can you spill, because you really emphasize that. Mm-hmm. And I think it goes hand in hand with the distinction you just made, mentioned regarding technician. Can you help us understand more what you mean by that? 
So a technician um, and most business owners are really, really good at what they do, right? Their business comes from their skill set. So if you, for instance, and we'll, we'll break this down. Um, so for instance, a, somebody who bakes at a bakery for that's a corporate entity, right? Um, they bake at a bakery. They're really good at it. Their friends and family say, you should go out and do this on your own. So they start making cakes uh, for people's birthdays that they know and, you know, different things. Oh, you should make a business out of this. This is what they keep hearing, right? So they quit their job to be able to do it full time, spend their entire savings trying to figure out how to make this business run with no bookkeeping experience, no marketing experience, no lead gen experience. All they, they are a technician. They're really good at what they do. But the other areas of business, they know nothing about. And so they end up getting in trouble, right? And I'm not saying everybody because this is just a generalization, but they end up getting in trouble because they don't pay their taxes. They don't have the right licenses. They, um, their commercial kitchen gets shut down because they have health inspection issues, right? All of these things that happen in a business that they know nothing about because their corporation that they work for used to take care of all of that and they never got to see any of it, right? So this is where being a technician is a really great thing until you get into business trouble. And then you're like, I don't know what to do. And then who do you go for to that? Go to for that. You know, if you, your CPA says, well, guess what? You're getting audited. And now you have to get a tax attorney and now you have to go through all of that stuff. And it's, it's, it's hard. It's overwhelming. And in a lot of cases, it causes the shutdown of the business. Right. And so now your skill has to go back to work for someone else. And you've been used to not going to work for someone else. And so now life really sucks. <laughs> and we don't want that. We want to make sure that if you're feeling overwhelmed or you are looking for some sort of help, that you get the help that you need that also fits into the grand plan. Because everybody has this, this idea of what this business could be. But if you don't know the steps to get to your goals, then you're just going to keep grinding the way that you've been grinding the whole time and still in overwhelm. Even if you uh, have the, the time and the money and everything to outsource and get help or hire an assistant or whatever, um, you still don't have a plan. So you don't have anything to work towards. Mm, and right. so that's where we come in. Yeah, that's incredible. I love learning all this. Thank you. You're so clear on it. And it's clear that you also grew up inside of it. And then you understand the different types of entrepreneurs and the different challenges they have. And it sounds like you also work with um, entrepreneurs from a lot of different industries. I do. Are there I any do. you like to work with more than others? Oh, you know what? I like to learn new things. I really do. Um, our, our perfect client, and I get asked this all the time, because as a business owner, you should get asked this all the time. You know, who's your perfect client? And for us, a mind, the mindset is more of our niche, a more of our target client than an industry. Because in general, business is business is business. Taxes are all the same. Um, funnels are all the same. Communication is all the same. It's just what you say and who you say it to that changes. Um, and so <laughs> it really comes down to, for me, um, the business owner that knows they need help is willing to be open 
and wants and has a grand plan that they want to get to. They just don't know where, how to get there or how to accomplish it. Mm, Cause you can right? see the path. You, you can see how to get there. Right. Um, so that, that, yeah, that's, I can, I see that if they're not open, it must be like an uphill battle. <laughs> I mean, tradesmen, I love tradesmen when they open their mind. Yeah. Um, you know, because they, they love us, they love having the help and they have a constant stream of leads coming in. They just need to be able to work them. Yeah. You know? so- I saw on <laughs> the paper, uh, I don't know, a few years ago an ad, I think I was at a coffee shop or something. And, and at the back it said, you know, it was a contractor is like, we call you back. And I'm like, that's really a really like a thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, there's something that's wrong with this picture. Right? Like we, we actually call you back. I'm like, wait, that, that's not a thing. Is that a thing? And I'm like, it wait, is a thing. It is right. Cause they're so busy doing their trade. Um, it can be very challenging to call people back. So I totally get yep. that. But anyway, enough about your work. I want to hear more about your life and, um, how you achieve this, you know, work-life balance, or at least, you know, attempt to have some balance. What, what do you do? What tools do you use? Well, work-life balance is new for me. So, I mean, I spent the first five years of my business pretty much working seven hours a day or seven hours a day, seven days a week, um, 12 to 16 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, so I know what it is to be a workaholic, just like my dad was. Um, thank goodness I don't have kids um, because I don't, I don't think I could have swung where as fast as I got here um, if I had extra children, um, and stuff like that. Um, I, my staff that comes to work for me, um, we are, we spend so much time together and we really have become best friends. Um, you know, I tell you if, and when I do get married, I can tell you that probably my staff will be in the wedding party. Let's just go there. Um, (laughs) you spend so much time with these people, you know, we do. I think the time is over when we're separating um, the like, work from, from life. I mean, clearly some things are not a professional. You shouldn't bring them into the workplace. But, you know, I, I do think that the separation is becoming less and less, especially with millennials. Um, yeah, because yeah, that's just the way, they, the way they roll. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, my, I have a significant other now as well. And uh, it's going really well. And he understands. He is what we call an entrepreneur. Right. So he is headstrong, loves his job, loves to please people, but inside of the company he works for. And he's trusted and treated like he should be treated um, inside of that job, which is really great as well. And so when I go to him and I'm like, it was a tough week, we're going to talk about it for the next couple of minutes and then we're going to shut it off and we're going to go to a movie or go to dinner and we're going to talk about anything other than that. You know, and he's got the exact same thing because employees do the same thing. Right. Um, And so as far as like how I get to accomplish that, because we were talking about tools a little bit earlier, um, I live by my calendar. Mm -hmm. Um, It's kind of funny because, you know, somebody wanted to plan a surprise birthday party for me this year. And so all it was blocked out was family time on my calendar. And so I'm like, all right, well, I know that nobody can book me that day and we can, we, uh, can, I just show up to wherever they tell me to show up to. Um, and yeah, so the calendar by far is the number one thing that, um, lets me be able to block off so that I can take that 
outside work time. Yeah. And I think that uh, for those of you who are listening to this, who can relate, um, I mean, honestly, if it's, if it's my calendar isn't blocked out, the time gets filled with something else to do. And I find that's really valuable for me too. Like I have to block it out if it's exercise or if it's dinner with my sister, or, um, if it's a weekend with my boyfriend, it's got to be blocked off. And I have to say that your boyfriend, you know, has to be a strong man, you know, it being a tall, I'm also tall, like five ten, and, uh, but you're, you're even taller. So like these, the men who hold us energetically and even physically, it's like, they've got to, they've got to be really either courageous, strong, strong, um, I don't know, brave. Like they, you know, they have to have a certain like quality to them to be able to like, you know, stand with us because, you know, just walking down the street, it's like, Whoa, (laughs) (laughs) like here they come. (laughs) Well, and even, even worse, like, I mean, he hasn't had the, with COVID and all that kind of stuff. He hasn't seen me on stage. So he hasn't gotten to see the on Brooke yet. Like he has heard me do stuff like this and he listens to all my podcasts. Um, you know, so he, he does all of that, but he hasn't gotten to see the Brooke in a suit on a stage lecturing to an audience yet. Um, I I'm waiting for that day. Nice. I love it. I love that. You can just be more of you. It's so valuable. Absolutely. That's when you know, it's a, it's a good thing. So you said it's going really well, then yeah, I can see why. Yeah. Um, but when you do get tired, because we all kind of get burnt out, like, what do you, what do you do to restore yourself? It depends on the tired, Jennifer. Yeah. So the physically tired, I uh, quite, uh, I love my shows, um, especially the dramas that I don't have to um, think about. Right. So I have my shows that I watch and yeah. that's when I'm, when I am just tired and I need to lay down and I need to just chill. Um, that is, that's my go-to because that's the, the decompressing. Um, I love reflexology. Um, I love reflexology because I can go there and they make me feel so good and my massages. So, you know, and it can be like, I have a couple of different places that I can call up and get a last minute appointment, um, in most cases. So if my day is just three o'clock and I'm just, I just can't do it anymore then I'm going to, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to go walk the mall or I'm going to go and get a massage or I'm going to go do something else to get, um, my tired out of me. Yeah. Because like, sometimes yeah. it's just mental. Yeah. Like disconnecting. I reflexology foot reflexology for me does it every time. Yes. It's like just, I mean, like it's, it's like, it's like a two minute when two minutes, I'm like in a completely different like reality and dimension. It's incredible. <laughs> Actually, I've never heard anyone else say that. I love that. I love that you do that for yourself. Yeah, it's something about, I don't know if you do foot reflexology, but that's my thing, yes. foot reflexology. Yeah. Um, but you know, the mall, I live in a place, there aren't really, there aren't any malls close by. So I, don't, I haven't walked the mall in a long, long time. I like the city and there's always a massage place in the mall. So if I need both, like I can go and kind of get, get my energy out and then be able to sit down or lay down and have them just take care of me. And then I can come home and just cook dinner, go to bed, do whatever I need to do so that I can reset the next day and feel rejuvenated. Yeah. You know, you're so grounded and you're so clear on what it takes, you know, to, to get somewhere, to, you know, it's not magic. Uh, you know, you, you wish for it, you know, don't wish for it, work for it is what, what it says not to above her head for those of you who are just listening. I know I mentioned it earlier, but I just like to see if you have any last words of wisdom um, around that, because there are a lot of women listening who are looking to pivot um, and they're not sure if they should or they can. 
And there are a lot of women who are listening who have already pivoted and are wondering if they made the right choice. And uh, with your you know, understanding of what it takes and um, just the, the work that you do, if you could just give any last words of wisdom just that you could leave us with. Absolutely. So um, I've said this before, do unto others as you want done unto you. And this is your relationships. This is anybody that you hire, anybody that you're talking to, your clients that you're serving. Make sure that you are being the leader in your business that you want to be and not just what somebody else tells you you have to be, right? This, you have to be true to yourself because if you're not, you're not going to be able to keep going. You're, you, can't, uh, you can't live a lie forever, right? So it's just better to be in your truth and do what seems right and just to you um, throughout everything that you do. Follow your gut and know that it takes work. So if you are not willing to put in the work, then don't do it. If you know that you, the work is good and you are doing it for all of the reasons that make sense to you, then put the work in and everything else will fall in place. A great, great reminder, Brooke. Such great, such incredible words of wisdom. Thank you. And I think that as women, we tend to want to please and we're not able to, to show up in that way. And I was raised by those principles. And so I really appreciate you bringing them to the forefront. Yep. Please others, but make sure that you are included in that. Yeah. And that is a do as I do, as I say, not as I do, because <laughs> right. I'm not quite there yet either. Hey, we're all, all we're all a work in progress. We're all practicing. Absolutely. <laughs> so where can people find you to learn more about your work, uh, to maybe have a consult with you? Absolutely. So the best place to go is my website at myclonesolution.com. Um, that'll give you everything you need to know. Um, if you're on your favorite social media, I'm there too. Uh, my Clone Solution uh, or Brooke Borup, you can Google me. I take up a few pages if you uh, put my name up there. So um, hearing me on this podcast, I love to do this. I love to be part of people's businesses. Um, if you want to book an appointment with me, call.myclonesolution.com will get you right to my schedule and you can go and book a free call and we sit and talk about what it is that is overwhelming you at the moment. Awesome. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Be well. Thank you for listening to Vitality Women Leading Audaciously. Please contact me if you're interested in cultivating more vitality at jennifer-helene.com on the contact page. If you know this episode would be of value to your community, please share it on all of your social media channels. Maybe you are a successful working mom who would like to share your story on this podcast. Please visit podcast.jennifer-helene.com backslash podcast-guest to apply. And you might know someone who would be an ideal guest. If so, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag vitality women leading audaciously. I absolutely love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content to make sure you don't miss any episodes. Go ahead and subscribe your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show. I mean a lot to me and my team in getting the word out about how to realign humanity with purpose. 
Purposeful Ventures is a company that is helping moms succeed in revitalizing their lives, relationships, businesses, and health. Please join a more personal conversation by working directly with me, joining my private Facebook group or one of my programs. This is Jennifer Helene, and thanks for spending your precious time with me. Thank you.